Imagine a business built on what matters most to you. One inspired by creativity and connection, where purpose leads to profit and wealth is measured not just by your bottom line, but by your higher self. Welcome to the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast, where we connect the spiritual with the practical to create a holistic approach to entrepreneurship. Leave the hustle behind and let your intuition lead the way as you grow a successful, fulfilling business and a joyful, radiant life. Hello, my wise ones, and welcome to another episode of the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. I am your host, Lee Shea McDonough, and I am honored to be your guide on this journey that we call entrepreneurship. Today, we are going to talk about something that happens to just about every single entrepreneur that I have ever met, and it certainly happens to me too. Today, we are going to talk about what to do when you are feeling stuck. So we have all had moments where we just feel creatively dry, where inspiration is just not coming, and it is a struggle. It is one of the most exhausting, anxiety-provoking feelings in the world to know that you have a purpose, know that you have a message to share with the world, and yet for whatever reason, you are just feeling stuck as to how to move forward. And you know, it never feels good to feel like you are in a stuck place, but particularly for those of us who derive a great sense of fulfillment from feeling spiritually connected through our work, when we are feeling stuck in our work, it can almost bring on a crisis state because then not only do we start wondering, oh my gosh, do I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? But then we can also start to doubt our connection to ourselves and our connection to spirit. And so then all of a sudden, what starts as a business crisis can become a very personal, very existential crisis at the same time. So that's why I really wanted to take some time today to explore what it looks like when we're feeling stuck, what's really going on, and then talk about some strategies that we can implement to get us back moving towards what we really want in our business and in our life. So in today's podcast, I am going to talk about four things that I often notice going on when I'm feeling stuck or when one of my clients is feeling stuck or a colleague. So we're going to go over each of those four things. And then at the end of the episode, I am going to provide you with a make it work moment that is specifically designed to get you moving forward, creating momentum and back in the saddle again. So the first thing I recommend when you are feeling stuck is to give yourself a good old-fashioned reality check. Let's really take a look at what's going on and examine whether or not you truly are stuck. So let me give you an example. A few months ago, I was talking to a colleague of mine who was feeling so frustrated because she just felt like she wasn't making any progress in her business. She was feeling uninspired. She was feeling like she wasn't creatively charged. Her energy level was low and she was so frustrated. And she kept saying to herself, I'm just not creating anything. There's nothing new that I'm providing. I'm not serving my clients. And she was really getting down on herself, really bashing herself about all of the things that she wasn't doing in her business. And the more that she was feeding herself this story of, I'm stuck, I'm not creative, I'm not making anything new, I'm not serving anyone, that energy just built upon itself. And so then she began to feel more of it and more of it, and she was getting herself caught in this downward spiral. 
So she was sharing this with me. And at one point I just had to say, stop, let's take a look at everything that you have actually achieved over the last three months. And for this person in the last three months, she had created a course and marketed it and had done a successful beta run of it. She was working on a membership site. She had created a podcast. There was all sorts of extraordinary content, both free and paid, that she had been creating over the last three months. And yet the story that she had been telling herself was that she was stuck. She wasn't creating anything new. She wasn't serving anyone. And so this is why sometimes we need a reality check. Because in her case, what she was telling herself was so far from the objective truth. But because energetically she was in the state, it was almost like she had a set of blinders on and those blinders were keeping her from seeing what she had truly accomplished. And so she needed that external objective point of view. She needed me to come in and say, can we just stop for a sec? Can we really look at everything that you have created for yourself, for your clients, and for your business over the last few months, because I am not buying this story that you are not creating anything and that you are not serving your people. Look at all of this evidence to the contrary. And by doing so, by providing her with a little bit of tough love and a little bit of true feedback, she was able to completely re-examine how she was viewing herself and her business. And what she realized was that, in fact, It wasn't that she was feeling stuck. It was that she had just completed a very intense cycle in her business where she had spent three months on content creation overdrive. She was churning out new material, if not every day, every week at least. And because she had just finished this period of high productivity and high creation, it's almost as if her mind and her heart and her soul were saying to her, we need a break. Okay, we have just done so much. We need some time to recover. We need some time to restore. But she wasn't viewing it that way. She was viewing it as not being enough if she wasn't constantly creating something new. And so this reality that she in fact was creating a lot for her business allowed her to see that perhaps she was actually holding herself to an unreasonable expectation. Perhaps what she needed was to give herself permission to take a little bit of time off, to give herself the time and the space she needed to restore her energy so that she could go back and serve her community the way that she really wanted to. So in her case, having a reality check helped her identify what was really going on. And in fact, it wasn't that she was stuck. It was that she was tired and that she was approaching burnout. She had been going and going and going on all cylinders for so long that when her body and mind started forcing her to slow down, she was viewing it as being stuck. So sometimes it can be really helpful to have someone you trust provide you with an outside opinion. That can be a family member or a friend. It can be a colleague. It can be a coach. But just make sure it's someone who you trust, who knows you well and who can provide you with some objective feedback to help you see exactly what's going on in your business and your life, and perhaps help you create a different story around whether you're stuck or whether it's time to take a well-earned break. Now, while I find it really helpful to have that outside perspective from a friend or a colleague, you don't necessarily have to bring someone else into your process. It is certainly possible to do an internal reality check too. 
a lot of times what I will do is I will go back and look at my calendar. I will take a look at everything I've done in the last month, three months, even a year. I will take a look at my finances and look at the revenue that I've been generating because a lot of times that data is enough to help me see exactly all of the hard work and all of the production that I've created. So if you can take a look at your own data and allow that data to present that outside objective perspective, then that's really going to inform your own internal reality check. So remind yourself that this idea that I'm stuck may be a story that you're telling yourself, and the data can help you examine the truth behind that story. So that's one thing that you might want to try the next time you're feeling stuck is to give yourself a reality check, whether you bring someone else into that process or whether you make it a private internal process. Be really honest with yourself and give yourself credit for everything that you have accomplished and allow yourself to celebrate everything that you've done so far because sometimes a little bit of celebration and a little bit of gratitude can really help quiet the voices that are telling us that we're not enough and that we're struggling and that we're falling behind. The second thing I want to talk about is this idea of content consumption and how content consumption can sometimes trigger feeling stuck in our business. So what I find in my work and also in the work that I do with clients is that as they are building or growing their business, they are turning to a lot of outside resources to inform what they do and how they do it. And we live in such an extraordinary age right now where anything we want to know is essentially at our fingertips, you know, courtesy of the internet. And that's a wonderful thing until it's not so wonderful. Um, I don't know if you've had this happen, but this is definitely my MO. When I want to create something new, the first thing I do is go online and research it. And that makes sense because of course I want to make sure that I'm providing quality content and that what I am providing for you as my listeners is well-researched, well-informed, and you can trust it. But what I find sometimes is that if I'm not careful, I can go down the rabbit hole. And before I know it, I'm doing research on top of research on top of research, and I'm getting myself lost in a sea of information. And at some point, that no longer serves me. All it does is serve to make me feel more confused and ungrounded. And then I'm even questioning, who am I to even create content on this topic because I'm feeling so lost and That's not a great place from which to create content. So when I thought about this, I realized that there's really three phases of knowledge. The first phase is knowledge consumption. So that's where we're going out and we are reading or listening or watching or somehow acquiring knowledge. I do that a lot through podcasts. I'm also a huge internet reader and researcher. So this is me trying to gain knowledge that I don't already have. And that's important. So knowledge consumption is absolutely the first part of that cycle. But at some point, we need to move into phase two, which is knowledge integration. And so that's where we allow what we've learned in the consumption period to integrate with what we already know so that our mind, our heart, and our spirit can make sense of it. This integration period is critically important because we need time to make sense of all of this new information that we are bringing in. We also need time to decide whether that new information will benefit us or serve us. Just because something's out there doesn't mean that we necessarily have to buy into it or incorporate it into our practice. 
So this integration period is so important. After we've consumed all this knowledge, then we need to give it time to reflect on it, to make sense of it, and decide the extent to which we want it to serve us going forward. And then the third phase is action. So once we've consumed the knowledge, once we've integrated it and we've decided what will serve us, then it's time to take action. Then it's actually applying the information that we've gained and made sense of and using it in our business or in our life. And so it's this action point where a lot of people get stuck. That's where they're not moving forward. That's where they're feeling not creative. And so what that tells me is that there was a breakdown in an earlier part of this three-phase process. So either we have over-consumed knowledge and we're just constantly, it's input, 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 and that's compromising our ability to output, to create new things, or we're not giving ourselves enough time for the knowledge to integrate. We are receiving so much in that we're not making sense of it. We're not processing it. And so that's going to compromise our ability to take action. So what I would suggest is that you consider knowledge consumption as a specific phase, a time-limited phase. And once you have listened to the podcasts that are going to serve you, read the internet articles that have all of the great tips and tricks, then stop. That period of knowledge consumption is done for now. And now it's time to move into knowledge integration. And I find that when I am integrating the knowledge and then when I take action on it, I really do need to be very conscious of how much new information I'm exposing myself to. And I can share with you that an example of this process came up for me when I was writing my book, Act on Your Business. Um, Again, you all know I'm a voracious reader. I listen to hours of podcasts every day. I love the act of learning. If I'm not learning, I feel like I'm not growing. But yet when I was writing my book, what I found was that by constantly exposing myself to new information, I was actually turning down the volume of my voice at a time where my voice needed to be loud. Here I was creating a book, bringing something new into the world. And so listening to the voices of others was actually compromising my own ability to share my message with the world. So during that period of time when I was writing, I had to be incredibly selective about the voices that I was choosing to listen to. I cut way back on listening to podcasts. I cut way back on the books that I was reading because my focus needed to be on my own voice and my own message. So during this period of time, I consciously decided that I was not going to consume as much knowledge because that was not going to serve me and was not going to serve my book nor my business during this period of time. I needed to focus on the integration piece and then finally the action piece. So the action piece for me was writing the book. Once I got to a point where I had a solid first draft and we were really into revisions, then I could go back into knowledge consumption phase. I started listening to more podcasts and and following the bloggers again that that I really respected because I had space in my mind, in my heart, and in my soul for all of this new exciting content. And here's the thing. Sometimes what comes up is this fear of missing out, right? FOMO, that if I'm not listening and reading to everything that I'm going to miss something important. But that's simply not true. That material is always out there. If you ever have a question, you can find the answer to it. And so what I did actually while I was writing the book is every time I would have a thought or a question or the impulse to go explore something, I would just make a list. 
of, you know, things to explore when, when the time was right, because I knew that the time was not right for me to do all of that research and discovery when I was in the process of writing. So that's why I think this second piece of being aware of the knowledge cycle and understanding which phase you're in is so important to keeping you from feeling stuck. And if you find that you are constantly in a state of consuming knowledge and you're not giving yourself time to integrate it, then that's going to compromise your ability to take action and that's going to lead you to feeling stuck. So keep an eye on that knowledge cycle and pay close attention to where you are in it and how that may be serving you or how that may be hindering you. So now let's talk about a third technique that may be helpful when you're feeling stuck. So let's say you've already done a reality check, you've already examined your knowledge consumption patterns, and that's just not it. There's still something else going on and you're just stuck. You are not making progress. So this is the time where it's time to dig a little deeper and ask yourself, what's really going on here? What is beneath the stuckness? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? How is this showing up? I'm willing to bet that there's a couple things that may be going on. So the first thing that may be going on, well, it may be that four-letter F word, fear. Fear oftentimes is at the root of feeling stuck. And it makes sense when you think about it, because let's say we're afraid of failing. We don't want to show up and fall flat on our face. And so our mind is going to create all of these anxieties and worries, doubts and fears. And we know that when the mind does that, it's often because it wants to keep us safe. And so, yeah, when you're creating something new, you are taking a risk. You're putting yourself and your work out there to the world. And there is a potential for rejection there. That's really scary to the mind. And so fear of failure is oftentimes at the root of keeping us stuck. The mind really thinks it's serving us by keeping us from moving forward. But sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes it's a fear of success. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. This is one that I've been struggling with quite a bit. So I can call myself a published author. I've written a book. I have it out there in the world. It's been well-received. I'm hearing from people just how helpful they're finding it and how it's serving them in their business. It's an incredibly rewarding feeling. So why am I scared? Because now all of a sudden the question becomes, do I have what it takes to do this again? Or am I just a one-hit wonder? Sure, I wrote a book, but can I do it again? And so now all of a sudden, it's the fear of having already done well. Do I have what it takes to keep it going? And so that's how fear of success can also come in and really wreak havoc on the entrepreneurial mind and have us doubting ourselves and what we're able to accomplish. And so that's why it's really important when you're feeling stuck to dig a little deeper and ask yourself what's really going on here. What am I afraid of? How is my fear trying to protect me by holding me back from making progress? Now, sometimes it's not fear that's beneath the stuckness. And I can think of two other things that may be going on that is keeping you stuck. So the first may simply be that you're feeling a little burned out. And when I think back to my colleague who I mentioned earlier, who needed the reality check, that's what was going on for her. She was coming off a very intense three-month period where all she was doing was creating, creating, creating. She was exhausted. She was starting to feel resentful. And yeah, it was showing up as being stuck. And what she realized is that if she kept going at that pace, she was going to burn out. 
She was going to start resenting her business, her clients, her life, and that was not the path that she wanted to go down. So in many ways, feeling stuck was a protective measure for her, and it was there to keep her from completely burning out. And so as soon as she saw it through that lens, or maybe actually the stuckness was trying to serve her, then she was able to regain control. She was able to recognize exactly how she was running herself and her business into the ground. And then she gave herself permission to take a break, to not create all of this new stuff all the time, but instead recognize that in every business, there is a cycle of productivity, and then there is a cycle of rest and recovery. And she deserved to give herself that period of rest and recovery. So it's possible that feeling stuck may actually be an indication that you are heading towards burnout. And if that's the case, are you in a position to give yourself permission to take a break? But let's say it's not fear, it's not burnout, that's not what's going on here. I still think there's one other thing that we need to talk about. And that is the fact that we may be coming to the end of a phase in your business. And that can be really hard when we're recognizing that we have created something really beautiful and it's run its course. And that can be a very difficult, even sad process to go through as an entrepreneur. It's not easy to say goodbye to something that has served you. I've had that happen in my business too, where I've had a particular program that I've offered and it served my community. They loved it. And then there came a time where engagement was dropping off. There wasn't as much interaction, and I found that I wasn't as interested in it as much anymore either. And so then all of a sudden, I started feeling stuck, and what do I need to create, and how can I get people to engage? And actually, what I had to do was stop, do a little reality check, but then I realized, you know, I think this program has run its course. I think it's time to end it, and end it on a high note. And so sometimes when we're starting to feel stuck, It is a sign that what we've created has served its purpose. And now it's time to acknowledge it for everything that it has given us and given our clients. We can express true gratitude for everything it has given us and given our clients and our business. And then we need to release it. We need to give ourselves permission to let it go. So sometimes feeling stuck can actually show us that it's time to begin a completion cycle in our business so that we can create space for something new. So again, this third piece is to really explore what's beneath this stuck feeling. And I'm willing to bet that it's probably a manifestation of some form of fear. Perhaps it's that we're teetering close to burnout and we need to take a little break. Or maybe it's simply that what we've been working on has run its course and it's time to acknowledge it, express our gratitude, and begin the process of releasing it so that we can open ourselves and our business up to new opportunities. Okay, so we've talked about three strategies so far to try when you're feeling stuck. The first is a reality check. The second is looking at how you consume knowledge and where you are in that cycle. The third is getting really clear on what's beneath the stuckness, what's really going on. And the fourth thing is to consider that this may be a period of time where you need to refocus and we need to take a close look at what you need, what your clients need, and what your business needs. Often when I notice that I'm starting to feel stuck, it's because I have fallen out of balance with client needs, business needs, and my own needs. So one of those three things are taking over. 
So for example, if I am so focused on my clients that I am not doing what I need to build my business or to restore myself. If I'm putting their needs ahead of the needs of my business and my own for too great a period of time, then we get out of balance and then I start feeling stuck. The same thing happens if I am focusing all of my time and attention on business building activities, whether that's marketing, whether that's creating new content. If I am going too hard, too fast in that area, it compromises my ability to serve my clients and also to restore myself. And then honestly, if I give myself permission to take a day off and that day off becomes two days off or it becomes a week off, then I am out of balance because I'm not giving my business and my clients what they need to. So I think it's important to think about this triangle of the self, our business, and who we serve in that business. And If we're starting to feel stuck, I think it can be extraordinarily helpful to take a look at that triangle and examine which aspect of it may be out of alignment. Once we can see where the misalignment occurs, then we can take action to bring ourselves back into balance. And when we do that, we are far less likely to feel stuck and far more likely to feel inspired and to re-engage in our work. So there you have it. Those are four strategies that I use and that I recommend my clients use when feeling stuck. So the first is a reality check, whether you bring in a trusted colleague to work through that with you or whether you do it internally, being really clear about the story you're telling yourself and examining just how factually driven it is. The second piece is being aware of the knowledge cycle and recognizing that if we are over consuming knowledge and not giving ourselves time to integrate, that's going to compromise our ability to take action and we're going to feel stuck. The third piece is examining what's really going on underneath the stuckness. Is it fear? Are we heading towards burnout? Or do we simply need to recognize that we're coming to the end of a period that we need to release so that we can create something new in our business? And then the fourth thing is being really clear on the balance between the self, the business, and the people we serve. And if we find ourselves out of alignment, then we need to refocus and redouble our efforts to bring whatever piece is out of alignment back into flow. So now that we have some strategies in our toolbox, it's time for the make it work moment. The make it work moment is brought to you by my book, Act on Your Business, Braving the Storms of Entrepreneurship and Creating Success Through Meaning, Mindset, and Mindfulness. For those of you who have already purchased and read the book, I hope that you are finding it helpful. And for those of you that have not yet picked up your copy, you can do so at Amazon simply by searching for Act on Your Business, or you can head over to my book website, actonyourbusiness.com. So today's Make It Work moment really centers around the strategies that we've talked about today. And so the next time that you're feeling stuck, I invite you to choose one of these four strategies and implement it. But before you do so, the first step is to ground yourself, to center yourself in your inner wisdom, and to allow your intuition to inform which process you use. So that may start with a mindfulness practice, so centering, perhaps meditation, if that's something that you choose, or simply bringing your awareness to the present moment and noticing how you feel physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in the moment, bringing yourself into that full sense of awareness 
and then inviting your inner wisdom to come forth and to let you know what it needs. It may be one of the four strategies that we've talked about today. It may be something else entirely, but I have full faith and confidence in your inner wisdom and in its ability to let you know what it needs. So when we can open ourselves up to that voice, then we can explore what's really going on behind this stuckness. Are we holding ourselves to unrealistic expectations? Are we overwhelming ourselves with content? Are we allowing fear to run the show? Are we teetering close to the edge of burnout? Have we come to the end of a cycle in our business? Or are we simply out of alignment between what our business needs, what our clients need, and what we need? So again, your intuition will help you identify which of the strategies we've discussed in this podcast episode will most effectively help you work through this temporary period of feeling stuck. So I'm really curious, of the strategies that we've talked about today, which can you see yourself using the next time you're feeling paralyzed in your business? I want to know. Come find me over in the Work Your Inner Wisdom Facebook community. I've got an episode thread up and going just waiting for you to share your insights, your aha moments, and the strategies that you're going to commit to moving forward. So again, head over to Facebook, search for Work Your Inner Wisdom. You'll find our community filled with other spiritual entrepreneurs who just like you are building heart-centered businesses in full alignment with their values, and they are ready to change the world. So if you haven't joined us yet, what are you waiting for? Head over to Facebook, join the Work Your Inner Wisdom community, and I will see you there. You can find detailed show notes for today's episode at the website, workyourinnerwisdom.com slash nine. And while you're there, if you have not yet signed up for the free wisdom library, you can do that too. There will be links on the show notes page, or you can head directly to workyourinnerwisdom.com slash free to sign up for my ever-growing toolkit of templates, guides, and strategies to help you build a spiritually aligned business. So head over to workyourinnerwisdom.com slash free and sign up for the wisdom library today. As always, I am so grateful that you have chosen to spend time with me today through this episode. It is such a joy for me to create this podcast for you. And I want to make sure that I continue to provide you with everything that you need to create the business that you want. So let me know over at the Facebook community. You can find me on Instagram at Elsie McDonough. And let me know what you'd like to see or hear in future episodes. For now, I am wishing you a wonderful week and reminding you to always let your inner wisdom lead the way. 